make sure you like, subscribe, and hit that bell icon. let's sip and talk with Freema. So today I'm in the vehicle. I do apologize. I was traveling a little bit this weekend, but today we have a great guest. His name is Hilton Alexander. He's actually the CEO and co-founder of Route King. He focuses on wide receivers. The youth start from age five on up to adulthood to professional athletes. So we're going to bring on Mr. Hilton Alexander to tell him to share with us, excuse me, a little about himself and how he affects his community. You get them both. There you go, Joe. Yes, sir. And a good one, bye. Good. Going by. Yep. Good. Yep. There you go. Good shit. Stick. Four negative. Big with your eyes. Big with your eyes. Be careful out there in California. Man, it's Oh, 
time out to come on and actually speak with us and just share your journey and what it is you do. So I see that, um, is that like a camp or what exactly is it that you put out there in the community? Tell us a little about yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, just give you a little background information about uh, my company. Uh, as you stated earlier, it's called Route King Training LLC. Um, it was established in officially in December of 2014. Uh, and so I've been operating in that capacity ever since then, and it just continued to grow every year. So uh, Route King Training initially started out um, with me. It started from me training my own kids. I have two kids of my own. I have a daughter. Her name is Kayla. She's 21. She's at the University of uh, Mississippi State University. She's a track and field athlete, so she's a hurdler there. Uh, and then my son, he was under the second. They call him Deuce. Uh, he's a sophomore now in high school. And so I started out training them when they were young. You know, because of my background and everything, I played football, I ran track. And so when they got of age and they wanted to start playing sports, I started training them uh, in their respective sports. And as they were getting older and they were having success, a lot of people were saying, hey, what are you doing with your kids, <laughs> right? Because whatever you're doing to your kids, I, you know, can you train mine the same way? Right. And so I remember uh, the first guy uh, that I trained, uh, his name was uh, Ty, Ty Gibson. He was getting ready to go to college. His dad said, hey, my son's received. He's getting ready to go to college. I just want you to train him, make sure he's ready to go. That was in December of 2014. And so I started training him. He asked me, he said, man, how much how much you going to charge him? I was like, man, I don't know. I don't charge for this, right? Whatever you want to give me, right? And so next thing you know, I recorded a couple of things and put it out there in the social media atmosphere, and people started calling me. Hey, when do you do this? How much does it cost? Can I get it? Can you? Next thing you know, I got five kids out there the next weekend. Then I got ten kids. They're like, well, how much? I said, man, just give me ten dollars and pull up. You know, I'm, I'm already out here working anyway. You know, and before you knew it, I had twenty, thirty plus kids, and I was just finding any field. I was working at a high school called Mays High School at that time. Mays High School wasn't available. I would find any field in Atlanta, and I started with the young kids because at that time my son was playing rec ball. And so all his teammates and stuff, I would coach and train them. And then this thing all got a full-fledged business going on. It wasn't something that was by design initially, right? I didn't even just wake up and say, I'm going to do a training company, right? It just happened organically. 
And I said, you know what, let me go ahead and legitimize it. So um, I created, created Route King training. One of my friends, he said, man, you know what, you the Route King. I said, you know what, that's catchy. That's it right there. And so I, I, I bought all the domain names for routekingtraining.com, .net, .whatever. You, it's going to bring you to the website. I created a social media platform on Facebook, on Instagram, Twitter. I even created a Snapchat, you know, <laughs> uh, the branding, make apparel and all those things. And Route King Training was born. And it just every year it got bigger and better. And within two years I got my first pro athlete. And then it just grew from there. That's amazing. So just a little background. You said you did football and track. You played for, was it the San Francisco 49ers? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Someone else. Saints? Saints. Oh. No other Saints. There you go. You did your homework. Look at you. <laughs> I, <don't mean>. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah. You know, I'm born and raised in Atlanta. So I grew up in Atlanta, APS, what we call Atlanta Public School product. Uh, and I graduated from Southside High School. Uh, and I started there in football, and I got a full scholarship to go to Morris Brown College, also in Atlanta. Okay. And, um, yeah, yeah. so my success there led me to opportunities in the NFL, and I had a chance to play with San Fran in New Orleans. Okay, well, kudos to you, and kudos for you giving it back to your community, you know, where you were born and raised, because a lot of people, you know, make it to the NFL or whatever and then be elsewhere, but you actually, you know, giving back. Do you allow – individuals from other states to come is this like a summer type thing how does this work for the ones that you know may want their kids to come to route king yes ma'am uh that's a good question actually uh it's open to anybody i do have individuals that come from out of state to train with me um as for, for example i had the um three receivers from the denver broncos that flew in town just to train with me for two weeks mm -hmm. uh last summer I got a lot of NFL receivers that they don't necessarily live in Atlanta or even play for Falcons, but they be in the city. So I've had the opportunity to train those guys when they're here. Um, you know, I travel to do camps. I just left Dallas, Texas, to do a camp in Cowboys Stadium. I go to Tennessee to do camps, Florida. I mean, you name it. Yeah, so I travel, and I also have individuals that come from out of town. And it's a year-round thing. You know, football now is one of those sports that has become year-round because of the training aspect of it. I mean, it's yeah. really huge. Yeah, if you're not training now, you're behind. You oh, know, so you got to train. He's not training yeah. now. He's gaming. <laughs> yeah, he, he got to get the training. Yeah, he, he got to get the training. If he got, if he, if he really have goals and aspirations to play, not just football, but any sport for that matter, right? Because I train athletes, not just football players. I train. I got softball girl. I got girls that got, now got scholarship that I've been training since they were little. One of them just got a full scholarship to go to Duke. The other one got a full scholarship to go to Georgia. And they play okay. softball. They run track, you know. So I have track athletes. I have basketball players, baseball players. Um, uh, I even had an Olympic handball player, you know, because speed and agility, that is universal. No matter what sports you play, no matter what position you play, you got to be fast. You got to be quick. You got to know how to change the directions. You know, you, know, you got to be explosive. So although I played the receiver position, that's my specialty, mm -hmm. but I also do speed and agility training as well. So um, I'm, I'm fully fully encompassed when it comes to, you know, training athletes. That's amazing. And, and to say it just stumbled in your lap, you know, like, yeah. wow, wow, wow. wow. Yeah. How does that make you feel? You know, like, I know you didn't see yourself doing this because, like you said, it kind of just came across from one parent wanting you to train and so forth. But how does it make yeah. you feel now? Man, it makes me feel so good to know where I started and where I am now. And I know the work that I put in behind the scenes. And, you know, one thing I want to say is that I had the passion for it, right? 
I enjoy doing it, and I still do to this day doing what I do. And what I tell up-and-coming trainers, because there's a lot of people that see it now, but they only see where I am now, right? They only see me with the NFL guys now. But they didn't see five years ago when I'm outside at the field getting ran off from this field and ran off from that field, and I got little kids that can't even walk in a straight line, let alone do a drill. But, you know, just put that work in. I, I, I call it the, 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 the oven mentality, right? We don't mind putting something in the oven. I'm from the old school, so we put it in the oven, let it marinate, let it get good and tender. Whereas these new trainers, unfortunately, a lot of them have that microwave mentality. They want that success now. So they see these yeah. pros, they see all these big-name guys, they want that now, but they don't want to put that work in. So I'm just trying to tell them, you know, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Put that work in, and the rest going to show. The money going to follow the passion and not vice versa. You know, and so I'm in a great opportunity. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. So, so what I was just going to say just today, and, it, and it's awesome that you asked me that question. Today, I just made a post today. I don't know if you had a chance to see it yet because I just made it today. But mm-hmm. I made a post of a young man that's in Ghana, in Africa, that follows me. He, he, he practiced all of my drills. He did a drill that I just did recently. And when I tell you that kid looked just like me doing that drill, I just oh. made that post. So, Round King Train has reached all the way globally, right, to, to Africa. <laughs> wow, that got to make you feel real good. Yes, man. That, that, so, that, that's what I do it for. I love the development part. I love to see a kid that nobody knew about this kid. Mm-hmm. Nobody believed in this kid. Nobody wanted to work with this kid because a lot of times they want to attach themselves to the kid that's already good, right? right? But I don't mind the development. I love instilling you know, self-esteem in these kids. I love to watch them grow and develop. There are kids that are now uh, thriving in high school, ninth and tenth graders that I coached since they were five and six years old. Mm. That's what I get the satisfaction for. And then to see them, at, you know, when they do become pro players, you yes. know, like, you help with that. That has yes. been um, What I, I was going to ask you when you mentioned, like, some trainers, they want that microwave mentality instead of the oven mentality. Do you ever run across any um, children or, or adults that you train that want it right now, not willing to put in the work? And if you do run across that, how do you handle it? Like, what type of motivation do you give them? Yeah, so what I, what I try to tell a lot of the kids that I have an opportunity to work with is that, um, you know, you can't have a sense of entitlement with this, right? Nothing is going to be given to you, not just in sports, but just in life, period. So I instill hard. If you're going to learn nothing from me, you're going to learn hard work. You're going to learn discipline, right? And you're going to learn to earn everything that you get, and you're going to learn how to finish. If you watch me train, I never allow a kid to slack. And I tell them, if you're going to slack, you come to me. And what I mean by slacking, you're not going full speed, you're not giving full effort. Because I, I feel that those are two things that you can always control, right? You can control your attitude and you control your effort, Absolutely. right? And so if you're going to have a poor attitude and you're going to give me minimal effort, technically I really don't want to work with you. Tell your mom and dad to keep their money because it's not about the money for me. I'm trying to put something in you that's going to take you further in this sports. Because Absolutely. if you learn to give your all into everything that you're trying to do, then the rest is going to take care of itself. And so I just tell them to trust the process. My son's going through right now. He's 15 years old, right? And what, what we, what's going on nowadays is that kids are getting offers early. I'm talking about eighth graders getting 10 offers to go to college. Ninth and 10th graders, they're already getting all these offers. And you got other kids that see that and they're like, well, I'm just as good as them all. I'm better than them. Why, why don't I have offers yet? You know what I say? Don't worry about their, their journey. Their journey is different from yours. Trust the process. Just keep working. And whatever's for you is going to be for you. Right? Absolutely. And so, so that's what I tell them. If I can leave them with anything else, just trust the process, put the work in, 
and then everything else will take care of itself. Everything else will fall into play. That's that's, that's that's so true. When you travel to these places to, you know, give them the knowledge and train individuals, how long are you staying? Like, for an example, if you were to come to South Carolina, South Carolina hint, hint, yeah. you know, to, <laughs> to do some type you. of training, how long do you stay for that training? Yeah, so, so it just depends on the setup of the camp and uh, whatever that we agreed upon. But for the most part, they're going to be either a one or a two-day training for the most part. Okay. Uh, for, for example, uh, when I just went to Dallas, it was a two-day camp. I was there for three days. I went there the day before, and it was a two-day camp uh, that I went to in Dallas. I've gone to Tennessee for a one-day camp. Uh, okay. Two years ago, I, went to, I got flew all the way out to L.A. I went to L.A., and it was a whole week. It was a whole week camp. You know, there. So it just depends on the makeup of the camp and whatever we can agree agree upon logistically, uh, and what what the scope of the camp may be. If right. it's a one day skill development type of deal, you know, we can work that out. If it's something that's going to take a little bit more time, maybe if there's some competition involved, you know, it can be a two day deal. If you're going to have other things involved, such as life skills and you know, uh, life after football, and you got, mm-hmm. you got guest speakers coming in, and you know, it's bigger than sports, then it may be a week long deal. So it just depends on what it is we're trying to accomplish. Have you ever did a training like a one on one for someone? Yes, ma'am. Yeah, I do. I do a lot of. Uh, we offer that. Uh, we call it private uh, uh, private training, and I do offer that as well. Whenever you do private private training. Uh, that's usually at a premium, right? Because you're pulling me away from the masses. You know what I'm saying? So you got that one-on-one attention from me uh, for that hour. Usually those settings will last about an hour long uh, with the one-on-one mm-hmm. trainers. And believe it or not, there are a lot of parents that don't spare any cost when it comes to their kids and their kids' yeah. development and their kids' future. So they'll pay that price just to have that one-on-one tutelage from myself and other trainers like me just to make sure that they, their kids grasp. Because everybody don't thrive in a, in a big group. Right. You know, so if I can get them one-on-one, get that attention to detail, and I'll enjoy those, too. I do enjoy mm-hmm. those type of sessions because now I can really work, right? When you're in bigger groups, you can't do as much. Absolutely. You can't do as much You got to keep it moving, right? But that one-on-one, it's just me and that athlete at that particular time, and I can be creative as I want to be with that uh, with that uh, individual, uh, and I can give them drills that are specific to their sport and then also uh, specific to their training, so uh, okay. their, their uh, uh, position. So I, I so, enjoy one-on-one. Um, how, and I don't know how you may answer this, so you don't have to answer it. So with the one-on-one yeah. training, how, what would you say or how effective would that training be if a kid only came like one time? You get what I'm saying? Like they have something yeah. coming up. They only came mm-hmm. for that one training, that one-on-one. How effective do you think that would be or do they need multiple sessions yeah yeah i'm gonna be honest with you it's not effective it's not effective because mm. if you want to affect a change in the individual whatever it is that you're trying to affect whether you're trying to get them faster whether you're trying to get them quicker stronger you're trying to get them more skilled in whatever mm-hmm. their position or their sport they're playing it's going to take time you know right. that go back to the conversation we had before about the microwave stuff i want it now right i want my kid to be a five-star today because if you i'll pay you whatever to make my five my kid a five-star athlete right now it's just the reality of it it don't work like that right and so I just tell them to be realistic. You know, some parents are not realistic. You know, a lot of I do see that a lot. I see kids that come to me, and you can tell that they really not don't have the passion for it, and right. their parents are kind of pushing them a little more than they. The parent want more than the kids, the for kid. example. I, I can tell the difference with those. Those are the kids that really give minimal effort. They're not mm-hmm. paying attention. They're not really excited about it. But then on the flip side, 
you got those kids that's begging their parents. They're pulling at their parents' uh, T-shirts saying, hey, can I go to Route King? I want to get some one-on-one. I want to be great. And you got parents that sign their kids up for multiple sessions because now I got an opportunity to work with them longer. Right. And now I can affect the thing. So yeah, you need more time. You know, you can't you can't come to me one time and think you're gonna run a four three forty. It, it yeah. don't work like that. You know, it's it's just a lot of stuff that goes into you know affecting the change at the end Absolutely. of the day. Do you ever have conversations with those parents? If you see like you know, parent, mom, you know, you're spending this amount of money, but but Billy's just coming here and he's just not. This is not him. Do you ever have those conversations with the parents? <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, I have had to have those conversations, and those are some tough conversations, yeah. right? Those are conversations that typically we try to avoid. Um, but remember what I said before. It, it's about passion, not money for me. And so mm-hmm. I don't want to steal. I'm, I'm not out here stealing from nobody. I'm not going right. to get taking your money and little Johnny come here and play for an hour. Not yeah. paying attention, not doing a drill right, not giving minimum effort. Because I ain't got time for that myself personally. right? I don't want to put my time and energy and effort in somebody that don't really don't take it seriously. So I have had to have conversations with parents. If they ask me, you know, hey, man, can you give me – your honest opinion about my son, man. Where is he realistically? And I would tell them, like, you know, you think Lil Johnny is a quarterback, but Lil Johnny can't throw a rock in the ocean right now, right? And it ain't enough training in the world that's going to help him to be able to do that. However, I do see these qualities in him. I do see these traits in him. How about you try him at this position? I think that this would be more suited for him. So you got to have some of those heart-to-heart at times. Now, you got some parents that will listen. You got some parents that are stubborn. Oh, my boy, quarterback, right? Right. And then that kid. Up spending their whole career trying to be a quarterback, and then mm-hmm. when they get to you know high school or maybe even college, even they say, "Son, this is your position. This is what you're gonna play." So now they're behind because they don't put all their time and energy in a position that they never would have played. Wow. You know, so and you see that a lot, especially with the youth athletes, because you know what I'm saying. At the youth level, everybody want to be quarterback. Everybody want to be a running back. But what I try to tell them, y'all better pay attention. To what's going on with the draft? Yeah, the running back getting drafted. The draft just occurred this week. I think we only had maybe one running back that was drafted in the first mm-hmm. round, right? But there were several defensive backs drafted. There were several offensive and defensive linemen. There were several receivers drafted, and you know, so on and so forth. So, you know, just do what you feel that to be in the best interest of your child in the long run. You got to think future, run. not now. Yeah. Right. Oh, you gave us some good stuff, especially me because I have boys. So I appreciate uh-huh. you. Um, talking to me about it and just giving feedback and all that good stuff. If there's anything else that you want to put out there in the universe, anything you like to share, anything motivational, um, what would it be for the little people uh, that have the drive but maybe is kind of scared to go out there and, and get it? What would you tell them? So what I would tell them is uh, have faith. Have faith in your own abilities. Have faith in yourself. Have faith in, you know, your ability to be able to work at whatever it is you want to be great at. And this is just not sports. If you want to be the best doctor in the world, the best teacher in the world, uh, aside from being the best football player, whatever that is, you got to work at it, right? Put yourself, believe in yourself. Don't ask for any handouts. Don't expect any handouts. Go get it. That is a message that I give to both of my kids. My daughter was a four-time state champion in Georgia. Uh, in the hurdles, in the 100-meter hurdles. She got a full scholarship to go to Louisville. Uh, she went right in. She's the, 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 she was a freshman of the year at Louisville. She was the, uh, the, she's the indoor and the outdoor record holder at Louisville, right? Man. My son was a four-time state champion in track and field in the 100 and 200 meters. He uh, was a four-time you know, player of the year and all these awards. But I always tell them, be humble yet for more, right? Never let your guard down. Never feel like I made it because – when you're not working, there's somebody else that is working. Yes. Right? right. And so 
and, and what I, and what I tell them too, try to perfect your craft so you can be consistent. Because the conversation that I have with a lot of my my athletes, especially my high school athletes, I say, mm-hmm. you know, the difference between y'all and the NFL players that I train, it's not ability, it's not size, it's a mentality, it's consistency. They don't do the right thing sometimes. They do the right thing all the time, and that's what makes them pros. Yes, I right? love that. Yes. yes. I tell my son all the time, I, I'd rather you be consistently good than occasionally great because those Absolutely. are the ones that have longevity when you do make it to the pros. You're talking about playing 10 years, 15. Those guys just consistent. I know he's going to be where he's supposed to be at all times. I know he's going to catch that football. That simple. Yeah. I don't need somebody that's going to make a one-hand catch every now and then but drop the routine and he's not where he's supposed to be. So just be consistent. Work hard at whatever it is you, you're doing. Have faith in yourself. Believe in yourself. Because I can't believe in you if you don't believe in you. Absolutely. That, that's 100% right. I thank you so much for this, um, Mr. Alexandra. Um, I say Alexandra. Alexander, sorry about that. Yeah, <laughs> right. time out of your Sunday, like you say, you just coming from, you know, doing what you're great at and both of us in vehicles, so I'm not going to hold you too long. But okay. um, I appreciate you coming on. I really, really do. I'll definitely, you know, continue to put it out there. Make sure you tag me. I don't know if we're friends on Facebook or Instagram. But, you know, so I can share the Route King because I know it's kids out there that can yeah. utilize you. You know, and I know kids is yeah. out there that want to be great like my kids. So I'm, I'm definitely have to look into this for myself. So Absolutely. I, I want to thank you for coming on. If there isn't anything else you'd like to share with us, I want you to have a great day. Viewers, y'all have a great day. And as we always say on Let's Sip and Talk with Freema, peace and love. Hey, man. I appreciate you, Freema. Thank you. Last little shout out. Y'all follow me on Instagram, RouteKing underscore one. That's R-O-U-T-E-K-I-N-G underscore one. I'm on Facebook, Hilton, Route King Alexander. And I'm also on Twitter, Route King underscore one. And if you want more information about my program, I'm online, www.routekingtraining.com. All right. We're here for ourselves. Let's get these kids trained. Thank you so much. Thank you again. I appreciate you. Thank you, sister. You're more than welcome. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye.